1: Recorded live.
2: Shalom, phone on the record. This is Brother Cedric, tribe of Judah, and welcome to Tuesday night's uh, third degree. Time now is five minutes after eight. I do apologize for my tardiness. Um, is, brother, uh, is Brother Robert on the uh, line? Yeah,
3: Brother. Okay. Uh, brother, I'll yield to you to our okay. relatives today is uh april the twenty fourth of two thousand and eighteen this is the third degree aboriginal academy class uh this is the uh eight o'clock class eight p m eastern standard time so seven p m central standard time uh just did a brief roll call so we have uh our Glenn, lynn i Kedrick. Arc Bernard and Arc Shedrick, as well as myself. Um well last week uh we had uh, spoken about a particular project that we were gonna go forward with and uh it was gonna be spearheaded by uh uh Kedrick. So without further ado I will go ahead and yield to you, our Kedric. Uh-huh. So, uh, I sent out um after some Deep research, I finally found the uh, declaration of trust that the brothers had put together um, back in 2015. And it turned out to be a real estate investment trust. Um, and I had thought it was just a general trust. But there's only two individuals on the line tonight that were there in the original class, except and Robert. But I sent out the copy to um everyone. Well, Bernard acknowledged it, and the uh, the address that Brother Hakeem had on file at the university to that, so mostly
4: I'm
3: thinking everybody on the line should have a copy of the file that I sent, except Brother Hakeem, of which I will hope he will update his email address in the university. So that I can appropriately send him properly. Let us begin. Any comments, questions, or critiques of what was generated back in the day?
2: Um, Shalom, This is Brother Cedric. Um, I had a chance to go over it. Um, first things first. Um, I could say that. Uh, from what it looks like, I mean, it doesn't seem any different than um, than a uh, revocable trust or irrevocable trust. Even though I know that it's it's not, and that um, from what I from what I gathered uh, about real estate investment trust, um, I know that you can have at least over. I think you can have anywhere like. 70 to 90, uh, shareholders, if I can remember, um, and I think, um, I mean, this is just some general things that I found out when I was looking up real estate investment trusts a couple of years ago. Um, the, the first, uh, the first one that I just mentioned is that you can have as many as, what, 70, 90 members, I think, something like that. And, um, Something else, I can't remember, um, something regarding uh, how every uh, shareholder is to be uh, um, paid and things like that. I know that everybody, uh, it, it's pretty much self-explanatory. It's everything that we need to know or be able uh, to do within the trust. Uh, i just like to say that uh, I first learned about real estate investment trust when I started looking at private prisons and um, I learned that uh, the two biggest major private prison companies in the uh, country actually started Real Estate Investment Trust back in 2014. Um, and I assume that was basically because they started buying a whole lot of property all over the country and they started to privatize those, um, they started to privatize that. And the only reason I'm bringing that up is because I know that eventually when we start getting into real estate, um, we eventually learn how to, you know, privatize our properties and things like that. I guess it would be no different than if we were doing it on a a living uh, trust, you know. But um, these are some general things that I, you know, I was thinking about when we were doing it. I don't really see too much that we need to change because um, we haven't necessarily added anybody underneath it yet. Again, I could be wrong, um, but that's just what I observed about it, Brother uh, Kedrick and I, you know,
3: and sorry for rambling. That's all right. I appreciate it. Anybody else?
4: Slam um, up,
0: Bernard Travaglione. First of all, total sending and I appreciate it. I got a chance to uh, read a little bit of it while I was at work today, and um, it just seems like all we would need to do is just, uh, I guess, cut and paste. You know, if we if it's not going to be a real estate investment trust, uh, if it's if it's going to be a business trust, we would just you know slide the name in the slot, and then as far as the trustees. I guess it, it would it would be us five and then, you know, with you at the head of it, um, you know, so we would need to um, set up some sort of account to, uh, you know, to fund the trust. And uh, I'm just looking forward to taking advantage of it. I would like to share this. Like, um, my, I work with autistic teenagers and my client, uh, the mother was like, talking to me about a trust that her and seven ladies, started up years ago, you know, basically kind of similar to what we're getting ready to embark on. And they started an investment trust club and they basically caught Starbucks and Amazon when it first started off. And so their trust is over a million dollars and they get ready to fly to Spain in September on a vacation. So man, let's, uh, let's, let's put our bricks in here and let's set this account up. Let's get this going. And, uh, you know, whatever, whatever type of business endeavor we we intend to uh, implement or if it's going to be real estate, let's just, you know, keep, keep moving forward. And I'm just looking forward to working with everybody and I yield.
3: Thank you, sir. Yeah, that is basically fundamentally what can, I guess the fundamental question I'm I'm looking to be answered is can this Document be drafted or crafted to fit our our, our new business and venture. Brother, um, well, what do you think? Oh, should I say? Did you get the chance to? i uh, be here. You know well, yeah, I pretty much, man, I pretty much know. I still can. Like, I looked at it but it just reminded me of what the time that it took to construct that whole thing. So that, man, you you remember how that was, brother (laughs) when just trying to get the brothers all together, trying to get everybody on the same page for me to be able to eliminate some of the terms and conditions and put certain terms and conditions in there um, that would fit with the purpose of the trust and uh, everything, and then everybody's different schedules and things to that capacity. So that 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 thing was crazy. And then to have to deal with, uh, I think it was a company out in California where I had to contact for electronic signatures to be able to make sure we get that. That was another problem. So, oh, yeah, I remember that trust, brother. And um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Essentially what the whole thing is, is, you know, whatever the particular purpose of the trust is going to be, uh, you know, we can just go ahead, like like the brother has said, you know, we just the key, key thing is to identify what the whole purpose of the trust is going to be, you know, um, in this situation, I'm not particularly sure what endeavor we're going to go into, but um, <laughs> once we create it, it can kind of meet with those, that particular purpose and functionality uh, that we look at to service so I think it's just a little of a slight amendment um, not necessarily per se to this trust but if we can construct another trust uh stating its actual purpose and of course uh having it you know um, governed accordingly and thanks for that capacity as well as what you know everybody's functionality the breakdown of different positions and all of these other different things I think that um we could get some things going. And that's my, my perspective Brother the Thank you.
4: Brother Lynn.
5: Mr. Longmont, um I don't have anything to add at this time because I hadn't had a chance to uh review the document. Um, so I'm just gonna need some time to to look it over um before I'm able to, to offer anything. In the way of uh, suggestions. I yield.
3: All right, sir. I appreciate that. And that's basically what, um, where we stand. Um, this is just like a framework from which we can put together ideas, suggestions to properly formulate in Word a document that we can use as a, a operation of. Uh, form a basis for for our organization or for our endeavor. This is just the beginning. This is the basis. I'm quite sure it'll take a few bit more, a little bit more time for everybody to re review it and come up with any other suggestions and ideas. Um, and then the next stage will be to go to uh, formulating. We are rewriting it so that it fits wherever and whatever that we're getting ready to get into. Um, that's basically how I see it myself so far. I'm always open for suggestions and ideas. Um, Any time of day, just you know, email me, call me. I'm available after one o'clock on the on a daily basis.
5: Um, Brother, sure. For on the record, this is Oxland. so um, I have a question so being that we're kind of like still in the in the stages of like formulating um what direction we want to go in from um from a commercial standpoint would would it maybe be more appropriate to try to hammer out the first trust as an umbrella as opposed to a trust that was um, actually engaging in a particular line of business? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I agree
3: 100%. This this was just an offer of something that I was showing that the brothers previously had put together. And, yes, as an umbrella, I would expect this to be rewritten in in those terms. Um,
4: I agree 100%. Okay, if there's anything else I yield it back to you, brother Robert. Okay, so uh my question is this is like um all right
3: now what 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 is going to be uh like like what my my question is this is so being you Okay, let me get mine right. So, right, what you're saying right now is you'd rather have everybody review the trust first. Once everybody reviews it, then you want to go ahead with this project, or do you want to get into it right now to be able to, you know, break down what it is, the endeavors, um, what you want to have done and answer any questions and things for that particular capacity? Is that what you want to do, or how do you want to do this? Well, as Brother Lynn said, we need to uh, formulate, it, formulate the wording in the document as an umbrella trust. And like I said, this is just an example that I put out there for the brothers to peruse and see what the previous class had done, you know, wording and why, whatnot. Now, with the idea of an umbrella trust, all right, that changed the, the dynamic and the wording of it substantially. If anybody has a suggestion of an umbrella trust or a draft that they would like to submit so that we can peruse and come to terms and agreements on, that would be great. Uh, That would probably be the very next step we need to do. Along with that, a discussion of what endeavors that we would think would be good for the umbrella trust like Bernard said, there was a, um, he was talking to some sisters who had started an investment trust and uh, a club, an investment club. And I have worked extensively with some people in South Carolina with in, 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 uh, investment clubs. They, have, they call them Christmas club down there. And those things pay off big time. But people participate in it uh, very, very willingly and generously. And uh, of course, it's for Christmas club in the meantime, the idea just basically still works, as Brother uh, Bernard has showed us. You know, a small group of women started out with nothing, and now their their investment trust is worth millions. I think obviously that's where we're headed in the endeavor. What we need to discuss also would be you know where we want to go, what we're we going to do to turn these ideas over in our heads while we formulate the umbrella and documentation and learning. It's uh, several
4: steps at the same time, but I think we can step-by-step list and document these things as we go along. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Yeah, brother. makes sense. Yeah. So we'll use that trust, the real estate trust as a, as our blueprint,
0: brother Hakeem and brother Lynn, once they read the document, you know, all we got to do is cut and paste. We can take those terms and conditions in there and we can uh, utilize the trustee trustee part of it as, you know, us as trustees, uh, in the umbrella trust. And, um, you know, hopefully we can, um, use our brain power to formulate some sort of uh uh bi- three business endeavors that we could generate some sort of uh revenue from and let's start with that and you know and keep it moving in in the right direction what we don't want to do is be here in two three months still talk about the same thing that's a waste of time so let's
4: keep it moving I yield. so I um, I appreciate it I agree with you 100% like
3: I said, I need Brother Hakeem to go back into the university and give me a correct address, email address, so that I can uh, send him a copy of his review. Brother Lynn, um, any suggestions for
4: where we could look for a draft umbrella? That That is a good question, Brother.
5: Um yeah I I would have to do a little little research on it maybe I have something to offer um in next week's class um in the way of a a framework for for an umbrella slash um holding entity. So just give me give me a little time to to um
3: do some research on that. But uh, I I again um uh, I looking at holding I'm building myself now that I understand the direction i are Um I was reviewing flipper.com that they have a I have a not a subscription but a a listing that I receive on a daily basis that sites that they have available for sale. But right now that that listing is very Diagonal, nothing has changed um, from, I say, within the last 30 days of those sites that are being available for sale. Nothing new has come up under the um, topic heading category, automated news. Those same few ones that were there are still there and are still available for sale. I haven't had a chance to go back and do any due diligence on them, but as we go forward, this is our continuing and ongoing task. If anybody has any suggestions or ideas, always please let us know.
4: Um, I believe that's the my report. I hear it. Okay, now let me just uh now uh
3: Let me just make sure that everybody is pretty much on it. Like, brother Hakeem, like, what, what, what do you take from uh, what the brother has
4: just disseminated, brother? So, So I was gonna
6: uh, try to get into the university to uh, see what's going on in there, so I would be able to look it over. But as far as what I've heard so far, the direction that we're going, I see that
4: it's just uh, two things like I wanted to speak on, like when we were discussing the
6: umbrella trust, uh, as far as what would be the reason behind that's the part that we wanna get get accomplished first, the reason for the umbrella
4: and then also when uh I was gonna ask Brother Lynn the
6: as far as when you're gonna look up the like a example, you know that example that Brother Priest gave us when we were doing the civility, do you think that would
4: be useful at all if you had a opportunity to review that? Shalom, uh, this is Ahlan. Uh Yeah, brother. If I understand you correctly, that that
5: actually would be um, that actually be a great resource. And uh, with respect to with respect to constructing the trust, the, the reason why you have a holding company is because you want to limit liability. So. That's the first thing is, is limited liability, but the other thing is is that you all, you always want a separation of concerns. so you have different entities that you use for um, a different concern. So a holding company could hold different trusts that um, actually are operating in different areas, like you could have a you can have an investment trust that um, deals with real estate. You can also have an investment trust that deals with lack of capital market. But say if, if something happens the the managers or the fiduciaries over that trust, if they end up injuring somebody in the way of commerce and the trust turns out or the trust has to be liquidated, if you don't have a separation of concerns, meaning that your your capital business and then your real estate business are in the same trust same trust, um, both of them are vulnerable to um to actually being liquidated. So to guard against that you you it's really like you setting up a hedge, so if, if, right. if something happens and and you, um you know for the, for whatever reason you know you, you you breach or you damage somebody, you you're limiting the amount of surface area that's actually exposed to that. So, um you know that's the reason why you will separate them at like a detail level, but then you you also can have um, a holding company to manage all of them or different types. Like you can have a holding company for various, um, just say say it's a holding company just for investments. Again, you can have a holding company just for real property, and then you can have a holding company, you know, over that as well. So, uh, again, it's just um, you 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 you're really trying to uh, limit your liability and and separate your concerns. So it's it's a it's kind of a um, a thought exercise more than anything else. So I yield with that. I hope I hope that
4: answers the question. Yes, sir, told totally. so Shalom brother Robert, yes, I yield. Shalom brother, yeah, I got I got uh knocked off a little bit. So
3: uh I'm assuming that your question was in regards to the holding company, brother. Shalom Khan, yes it was. Oh okay, okay, yeah. Like what, what exactly was the question, brother? I, I My first, think Minister Lynn already answered it, but I'm just going to say anything else I can offer.
6: No, I was asking what the uh, reason behind it, reason behind that the main reason we were going to use the holding company uh, uh, and then also asked, well, I also made a suggestion about the uh, civility course that we had, and there was an example trust that, Brother Priest had placed in there, so I was uh, asking Brother Lynn if he had an opportunity to review that at all. How
3: are you? Okay, okay. I guess, yeah, the, the brother pretty much answered the question. Pretty much a holding company, and it's right on the money, exactly. A holding company is just like a parent company or an entity that holds or invests in different shares of that particular company or something like brother Bernard just mentioned like he's he uh he mentioned that people were dealing with uh let me just make sure it was clear what I understood what he was talking about uh it was dealing with particular shares each particular person had a form of shares or whatever the case may be uh and they have interest certain type of interest in different entities of it so The holding company is more so – it's like – I'll give you an example. It's like uh, a holding company would be like – let's go into the entertainment industry. It's like almost like Sony, Sony Universal. I'm using this just for uh, purposes. It doesn't mean that the entity is a subsidiary to Sony, but let's just say Sony holds – would hold like uh, uh, bad boy entertainment. So Sony in this situation would be the holding company for bad boy entertainment or like, uh, what's the other one? I think it's just basically a holding company that also diversifies in different, uh, entities. And it just basically has different entities that it does businesses. It doesn't necessarily have to be one specific form of business. It can be in different type of genres of business. Like, um, like some some of those companies that I just mentioned uh have let's just say Sony has like certain interest into the genre of music then they have certain interest into the genre of uh let's just say NBA entertainment or another one will have interest in the liquor in the liquor industry so it's just all about having diversification and different type of uh uh Industries or different, and diversifying your that particular entity. I hope that makes sense, brother.
4: Toda,
2: uh, It does make sense. Shalom. This is Brother uh, I I don't know if anyone remembers. But I think some time ago, uh, Minister Priest was talking to us about, uh, uh, and this is in regards to the holding company um, with the the New Mexico
4: uh, LLC. Do you guys remember that? So, can you go on and elaborate? Say that one more time. I was saying, could, could you just
3: elaborate?
2: okay well the new mexico l l c was a holding company uh minister priest was uh having a conversation with us some time ago about holding companies, and he explained it the exact same way that you explained it um, i actually it up. from what i gather about um new uh New mexico If I can remember, um, Minister Priest was saying that with New Mexico, um, you don't have to – you don't pay taxes. Well, they don't pay taxes or whatever, so uh, the entity doesn't necessarily pay taxes, if I can remember, once you create it. Um, It's fairly cheap to set up, um, and I think you have to feel like you – like a yearly uh, fee for them to administer it. And basically it's almost, it's basically like a um, like an anonymous LLC that you, or whoever else, or this hedge fund operates under. Um, they basically, uh, I guess you would put everything in regards to whoever is under this trust and whatever trust that we decide to use as a hedge fund um if we record it with uh the new mexico um with the state mm-hmm. of New Mexico or whatever, they basically would give us this like New Mexico entity or whatever, and then you just basically maneuver around with that in terms of your um post box um um Anything you can name of in doing business no different than doing uh, using the uh, LLC. It's just this one is a little – this one is different because it's a hedge fund. And I was bringing it up because that may be something we can consider if we're talking about hedge funds or mutual trust and things of that nature. I, I'm not sure. Maybe I'm just talking out of my head, but this is a conversation that Mr. Priest had with us like maybe last year. I don't know if anybody remembers that, but we we had a discussion about it on this very same line. No one remembers the New Mexico LLC.
4: Not often. Oh man, yeah,
2: immensely should have been here. That this has been a good time to have him actually bring up uh, the New Mexico LLC. So, yeah. I'm going to actually go to uh, NOLO.com because they pretty much give you a uh, way to actually establish the New Mexico LLC, and I'm just bringing it up as a suggestion. It's not something that we have to do, but um, it says um, in order to start one, in New Mexico, your LLC's name must contain the words limited liability company or limited company or one of the following abbreviations, LLC, LC, L.L.C. Dot 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 or L.C. Dot dot. The word limited may be abbreviated as uh, LTD, and the word company abbreviated as CO. Um, i tell you what, to make it easier, since we're all on the call, I'm just going to – because there will be a whole lot of reading. I want to copy the link, and I'm going to post it inside the chat box. If everybody's able to be, uh, go to the talk, I'm going to post the link, and you guys can see it there. It won't
4: take but a couple of seconds. So you guys get an idea of what I'm talking about. One. Okay. Yeah. okay. All right, I just posted it in the chat box.
2: Those who are online, uh, you're able to see it. You can read it from there.
4: Oh brother Kendrick, are you able to see the link, brother? That I posted? So I'm,
3: uh, yeah, I have it.
2: Okay. Um, and it basically shows you these steps of how to actually set up the LLC I mean the uh mutual trust
4: or quote-unquote, the New Mexico LLC. And I mean, the same way that you would sell up the uh, LLC and then deal with the Secretary of State
2: and register with the Secretary of State, it's the same kind of setup, but it's if you're doing it with the state of New Mexico, so to speak,
0: Uh, NIU. Question. Yes. Shalom, it's Mark Bernard. Now, I know everybody remembering the guy with the patch over his eye, talking about the private contractual company. Would that be a better option than the LLC? That's my question. Are you?
2: I mean, what do you think about that, Brother Tedrick uh, and Brother, um, uh, Brother Robert? Because we're already dealing with a, a UBTO, which is an unincorporated business uh organization. So what would be the difference between uh that and what brother um uh, brother
3: Bernard just uh asked about sure my Brother I think they're both about I think I think they are both about the same. We can go either direction, whatever you want to call it. LLC or a yes. private private contractor or something There's going to be private contractor or something, one way or another, to keep right. us out of the pu To keep us out of the public, that's that's the basic fundamental
4: uh, right there.
3: Okay. One one question I would like to pose, though. Um, to answer Brother Hakeem's question, What is the reason? Can, can we, while we are on this call tonight, come to a general consensus on a general statement that says the purpose of this
4: umbrella is to cover general diversification
3: of business interests Can we come up with some general statement that covers that subject matter and and use that and say that that is a definition
4: of this umbrella? Does that make sense? Yeah. Salaam, brother. Um... Well,
2: I'm just going to throw it out there because I know that, um, like, say, for instance, when you uh, register your trust with the state, I know that they ask you, like, you know, what is the reason for how, why are you doing the business? The IRS asks you the same exact thing, but um, I guess for in the meantime, and I guess it will give us some time to think about uh, directly what it is that we want to do, could we just say uh, uh, we're resurrecting this trust for the purposes of conducting any lawful business or any uh, lawful business for uh, profit? Or is that too general of a uh, term?
4: It sounds good to me. I mean, um, any other suggestions or ideas? Especially from my brother, esteemed brother Lynn. He seems to have a world of knowledge on this subject.
3: <laughs> 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 he seems to be very adept at the very vocabulary necessary.
2: Brother, uh, brother yes, Lynn, what do you think about that statement, considering the fact that when you describe the hedge fund or the mutual trust and the way that they operate, would the statement that I just gave for uh the general statement that I gave, would it be just too general um for what it is that we're trying to do? Or could you be a little bit more specific?
5: Well, so so here's the thing, brother, I, I I didn't you know, when I was giving that explanation, I wasn't referring to a hedge fund. I right. was referring to a, a hedge. A hedge, meaning a protection. Right, so you know, just like um you know, just like uh Minister Robert was explaining um in more in depth you know the relationship <clears throat> that you would have with a you know with a holding company and a subsidiary, <clears throat> all of that's true, but the the primary in in my opinion the primary reason for creating a trust is to ward off commercial predators. So that's the reason why I use the word hedge. Now, with, with that being with that being said, um, you know, just, and again, this is just my opinion from what I've gathered, um, you know, since I've been in the nation. It seems to me that, you know, just using logic and reason over some things that Um, You know, I've been exposed to, like, I wasn't, obviously wasn't in third degree when, um, you know, the previous uh, generation of brothers uh, established the, uh, the original real estate trust. But to me, I look at all of it as a status perfection, meaning if you don't know how to operate a trust if you don't know how to operate a private entity, then you use one of the public entities that are afforded to you until such time as you're able to move from that or progress from a public entity to a private entity. So that's the reason that, – that's my thinking as far as backing off from um, uh, uh, actual business organization and just, you know, throttling back to a, a, a trust because my thing is the the way in which you do the organization is secondary. You the the endeavor, you know, having a, a clear idea of what the endeavor is going to be or what the business is going to be is the first thing. Now you can do that <clears throat> excuse me. You can do that um as any number of the public entities until you prove out that you know, whatever this endeavor is actually works. And then as a means of uh, promotion or um, uh, improvement, once it's actually working as a public entity, it can actually be converted into a private entity or you can move it to a private entity. And again, this is just my thinking of it. I don't want to get so hung up on trying to create a trust when we really don't have the basis for what the trust is actually like, I mean, outside of, let me just put it this way, outside of the organization, what is it we're trying to do? If, if we can't define what we're trying to do, then how you organize it is irrelevant. We shouldn't even be considering considering that. So, for example, if... I wanted to go into a, a, a business where say I want to start my own trading business. You know, I'm 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 trading in widgets, right? And this is just an uh, idea that I'm trying to prove out. I wouldn't even look at it from a excuse me, from a standpoint of um trying to necessarily establish it as a trust, I mean, because my thing is is that I can operate that business for a couple years as an LLC, you know, just to get my feet wet, just to understand, the, you know, the, the nuances of, you know, how to make this thing viable, and then once it becomes viable, then either convert it into a private entity or just transfer it into a private entity. I'm thinking – from a from a um you know from a, a holding perspective there has to be some sort of benefit in association meaning that the reason why we're creating this holding company is be is because we're trying to, it, it's just like the it's just like the damn federal government man. <laughs> the the same the same thing that they did by by forming a federal government we're coming together and we're we're forming this trust known as the uh united States for the benefit of all of um you know these subsidiaries quote unquote states so if we're forming an umbrella, there has to be a a um there has to be a mutual benefit to associating ourselves under um under an umbrella, and it may just be you know something as simple as um, you know what what you stated, or I'll say something as general as uh what you stated earlier or um it can be again you know like like I said before um you have various businesses you know everybody on this line. Is either in the process of birthing an organization, or they're trying to improve on something that's already pre-existing. The reason for having the holding company is for once once you move into um, these higher levels of organization, meaning um, business trusts, you have to have things like um, uh, officers, you know, on that trust you have certain boards. Um, the, the whole purpose of, of even doing that, and I'll even, you know, take it back to the scriptures, is <laughs> just another take on when the Most High asked um, Abel, you know, I mean, he asked Cain, you know, where was Abel? And then, you know, Abel came back, I mean, Cain came back and said, am I my brother's keeper? Well, it's it's the same thing. Like, you know, I heard somebody um, speak earlier about um, paying to have these organizations administered. But when you got brothers, you shouldn't have to pay to have anything administered. Because the thing is, is that you can pay with your time. So, if if you have a trust and I have a trust, you have to separate those positions that operate in the trust. You got to have a trust store. You got to have a Uh, a beneficiary, you got to have a fiduciary, and it can't be, you know, this this, um, game where people play with these names. No, you actually have to make that separation. And the way in which you do that is it's a quid pro quo. So I need a fiduciary for my trust. I shouldn't have to be going out and paying somebody for that. My brother should be able to do that, and vice versa. I should be operating in a fiduciary capacity over his trust. So – from the standpoint of the um, of, of the general umbrella, well, I think I just talked it up. <laughs> so, from the standpoint of the general umbrella, I think that may be um, a, a opportunity to define who these players are um, going to be from a fiduciary standpoint with respect to those entities that are, are, are forthcoming. So, so, the umbrella trust is like an organizational document, and then all the trusts that come off of that actually piggyback on what's established in the umbrella trust i mean that's that's how I see it so um you know not not it's not that's not you know gospel, but that's just my perspective, so I hope that helps um, yeah so is so at this
2: particular point it the The general statement that I gave is not necessarily up for uh, consideration until we figure out exactly what it is that we want to do specifically. Because what I said was, if we if we decided we're going to do um, whatever it is that we decide to do with the trust, could we say that the purpose for the uh, trust is to conduct lawful commerce for the uh, purpose of Profit and I guess at this particular point, we have not decided what kind of business we're going to use for profit, so I guess that is through general a statement, so I guess now we have to figure out specifically what it is that we want to do, but I guess the next question would be now uh, we're being that we're considering doing this uh uh trust organization or um Mutual trust or umbrella trust. Um, we have to figure out where everybody is individually. I would ask, only because if we start the trust, um, do we have a time a limit as far as how we incorporate everybody underneath that, or no? Because I think that's something that we need to consider. We're talking about moving together, you know, and we may not have people who necessarily started. Their um, trust, yet, and again, I'm only saying that because we understand that the trust is supposed to give you some form of protection while operating um, or
4: conducting any kind of business uh, endeavors. And I, shalom. This is Ophlin. So I, I would say again, the um, the statement that
5: you made. You know, it it is general, but I still say it 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 can be admitted. Um, you know, from the standpoint of, um, you know, the 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 framework that we're trying to establish. I mean, for the most part, it's a rough draft, and and the other thing is is you know, it's not like what we're doing is something that's irrevocable, so it doesn't have to be um, pristine the first go around. You know, it's just one of those things where you know it's supposed to be a living document and. You know, it's gonna. You know, the thing is, is that it is it, going to be as um, it is going to be as mature as um, the collective consciousness of everybody that's on this line. So as we improve as a as a body consciously, that document is going to improve as well. So you know, if if that's where we're starting at, that's where we're starting at.
4: Are you?
3: Yes, sir. Brother Kedrick, what are your thoughts on that? So that, in my mind, that brings us back to the original question Brother Lynn said. What are we doing for business? Because you have to, before you you can organize it into an umbrella, what kind of business are we going to do? Brother Banaj said, uh, I like that investment club thing. Um, what they did with that and they caught Amazon and Facebook and they rolled with it. So if, if we were to start an investment club, each man $5 a week or $5 a month or whatever, $100 a month, or whatever, and then we could take that funding and find somewhere to invest in Put it into action. Purchase something that for will produce a profit or a payback. That would be the business. Or you know, start a business selling widgets. That's that's the general idea. What is the business going to be? Or a business. Where's
4: the Yeah. Yes, sir. Um,
2: here's something. Um, I think. Um, we probably could do. It's just something I was just kind of. Uh, and I'm, I'm still curious about it because I don't know all the ins and outs of how to actually do it. But I know that. Um, Minister Prefect been trying to get us in the habit of. Um, doing uh, things online, so to speak, Um, I've had time to kind of observe some opportunities that may have, uh, that is available online. And, um, okay, so I know that there are um, what they call labor companies or uh, labor forces you know these companies that get the contracts for a specific type of companies and then they uh let out the work uh through their particular contract and I was thinking is there uh, you know could it just be that we can probably create a company of our own where we can find con uh contracts with companies that provide work from home um, opportunities and then extend that uh extend the opportunity to folks who might want to work from home. We can get the contracts. We can create um, a platform where we recruit people uh, through different social media outlets and then, you know, provide them with any type of um, work-from-home solutions that we may have. And I've seen several um, that, you know, range anywhere from customer service, uh, dealing with uh, met uh, with the health industry, hospitality, uh, general retail, all kinds of things. Um, it's just something I was just thinking about since we're, you know, still trying to figure out exactly what it is that we want to do. And that could be something that we could consider. It's not end-all, be-all. It's just something that we can consider while we're still wrapping our hands around because this would give us a chance to um, – Uh, learn how to contract with the entity and bring in a form of uh, revenue uh, through hiring people uh, uh, through our contracts for these companies that we get contracts with.
4: Yes, sir. Uh, Fundamental approach.
3: Okay, well Brother Kendrick, what essentially just for clarity purposes so everybody can pretty much be on the same page, uh when you initially brought it forth, what initially was the mission or what, what initially was the
4: objective to be able to be done? And you were muscle brother because you could my apologies, brother. Um when when
3: you initially had the plan in your brain to, to uh be able to set set this up, what initially was it that was your mission? Just so that everybody on the line can, you know, be a little bit clear as far as uh what exactly everybody's gonna do and things of that particular capacity because what we have to do is, you know, we have to first uh we have to plan this t- particular thing out and see what it is that we're going to go ahead and go do uh also what we're going to do is because everybody's not pretty much on the same page this week what we're going to do is we're going to come back here and uh I guess you know give everybody some time to be able to uh you know look over notes look over the understanding of the fundamentals and the formation of a trust and how to do this thing and what exactly are we going to do in reference to what the objective is. So the question is, it's just, okay, uh, What when you first initiated it, brother, um, what was
4: the objective that you wanted to do? Initially, the objective was for us to collectively establish an umbrella.
3: But as the minister pointed out, you need to have a business first. You need to be doing something, bringing in income or revenue. And from that aspect, once we got a hold of that and got it up and running for a while, then we could turn it into something top-tiered and protect ourselves, but initially we need to find something to produce the income and revenue, work with it in the public, and then once we got the hangout, we take it into the public, which is where the umbrella will come into. So the whole scheme thing about it about all the change, because the uh, public direction would be the business and whatever it takes or whatever we do to produce the income and revenue. I you
0: suggestion? Can I be heard? Sure, yes. Sir. Shalom, I'm Dr. Judah. Uh, about seven years ago, I was trying to help a friend uh, retrieve uh, some mail that he had lost through the post office. So I ordered these uh, DVDs from this from this guy's company uh, in Florida. It's called How to Win in Court. And uh it comes with like four four DVDs, and it teaches you how to uh, formulate your documents, how to go in, submit them to the courts, and basically how to defend yourself, any type of case. And the DVDs cost two two $249. And the second part of it was the guy had a revenue-generating... Aspect of it, if you wanted to be an independent contractor. So he sent. I have this link. So if you click, if you click this little, it's like a little small little ad. It is basically flashes. It says how to win in court, how to represent yourself. So if you click on the ad, then the uh, the little pay pay button pops up, and uh, the people purchase the DVDs. And anybody that purchases it, uh, we get a fee for that. And it goes up The more people purchase, the more, uh, the more money you can make. So I'm going to, am actually email everybody, uh, the information, what I'm talking about, but we could, I'm sitting there thinking as far as like, we could, we could u- use that as a template for, uh, our startup package as a revenue generating business. And so anybody that buys the DVDs, uh, we'll make money from that. And everybody, all you got to do is promote the link. You don't, you know, you just promote it online. You don't gotta, uh, we put it in a Craigslist. You can, wherever you think somebody will come across it, anybody that needs some legal representation, represent themselves. Anybody that purchases the uh, the DVDs, then we'll make money. So we all can do it. We can use that as our template. And, uh, you know, we just have to set up an account and we just create terms and conditions for commercial purposes, generating profit, selling, uh, D, uh d v d s to help assist people in court and uh you know we set up an account money going there and uh you know we got to use that as a, we can use that as a starter because you know when I was talking to the uh, Maria about them setting up the investment club and they put their money in they just you know they two things that came to our mind they did it they you know and and i understand what we we're trying to formulate and put us together but I do not want to be here two, three, four, five weeks still talking about putting something together. We ain't getting nowhere. That, that'll that drive me crazy. I'll get frustrated. So my main thing is we keep moving in the right direction, and uh, I'm throwing that out as, as a suggestion, and I'll send everybody the email when I get home. I'm on the bus right now. So you can take an a, a, a opportunity to read it. We could come back here and discuss if we can use that one. Or we can move on to something else, but you know, I, man, I'm trying to.
4: I'm racking my brain. We gon' we got to do something. So uh, I yield. Hey Shalom. this is Oakland uh, uh, Elder Kedger.
5: Where did you send the that um, that document to from from me? Because I'm I looking in my email as well as the
4: university, and I don't see it. I think, brother, uh, I think he sent it to Minister Lynn at Temple of the most
1: Okay.
4: Okay. Uh. Um so this is yeah. Brother Frederick. Um while we
2: are discussing uh trust formation, if um I know this may not necessarily be the answer, but just to kind of help help uh where some may need the help. Uh, There's a publication on the uh, irs.gov site, uh, publication 1635. Uh, It's uh, probably 36 pages, but it has a lot of information. And I'm only throwing that out there. If you haven't necessarily set up a trust, this could definitely help you. The IRS have pretty much streamlined how to actually set up just a basic trust Um, and other different entities and I just I'm just going to leave it like that um the publication is
5: 1635
2: um, yeah publication 1635 so whenever you guys get a chance um you go to the iris.gov site and um look for that
4: if you're still looking how to set one up and I you Brother brother okay now what I'm going to do is I'm going to open up
3: the floor for any questions or comments. And if there's no questions or comments. What we'll go ahead and do is we'll adjourn for this evening so that, uh, every, all the Akiyam can be able to view the content. Um, we can also have a little bit of a fundamental understanding of exactly what it is that we're going to go ahead and go do as well as, uh, you know, an objective and a plan. Got to have all these particular components if we're going to go ahead and do this particular thing. So what I'll do right now is open the floor up and I'll open the floor for any questions, comments, suggestions, anything like that. If no questions, comments, suggestions, I will go
4: ahead and adjourn for this week and we will go ahead and commence uh, next week. Shalom, I'm record, Brother Hakeem. I was going to ask Elder uh, Abba uh, Kedrick, how big is how big is that file? Oh, hold on a second, I tell you. Not very large. It's thirty-six kilobits. Toda, could you could you try
6: to send it again? I went into the address that I got right now, and I deleted some stuff, so maybe that was why it got rejected. You want me to use that
3: that that, that email address you have in, in in the university?
6: Yes, sir. I would like you to do that. All
3: right.
5: Hey, hey shalom. Um, Tell the why you're doing that. Can you um, plug in this email address because I I, I got to find my credentials for that template of Most
4: High account. Yeah, no, sir. Yeah, if you could send it to uh, Lynn, Lin L I N.
5: dot B E N I A H at Gmail dot com. When you say B
3: E N, or is that Bravo Echo or what?
5: Yeah, that's Lynn, Lin, L I N dot Bravo Echo November India Alpha Hotel at gmail dot com. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir.
4: I will get this out this evening within the hour, gentlemen. Ta-da. I, uh, this is Brother Kelly, I caught a piece of um,
3: what Brother Bernard was saying. I was interrupted. I do believe he's talking about a jurisdictionary affiliate program. Is that correct, Brother Bernard? Shalom. Yes, it is. That's exactly it. Okay, I've I've heard of that. It's a very good program. Um, I haven't. Touched on it in quite some time, but I'm quite sure it would be a good uh, subject matter to review. So, you're suggesting an affiliate um, online operation to start making producing income? Yes,
0: sir. I'm an affiliate with it, and uh, all we got to do is just place the link, and anybody that purchased the DVDs. I didn't, uh, I didn't set up my PayPal account, so that's what I'm saying. We could set up an account for this trust that the money will go into. Everybody promote it. and Because uh, the, the guy, he keep emailing me all the time. I'll, uh, I'm going to forward everybody my link and, uh, and the information. So all you got to do is read it. He gives you the pay scale, how much we can make. And um, like I said, I bought the DVDs years ago. So it's just been kind of dormant because I've been pushing my water versus that but man that's one we can we can do that if we don't have nothing else so i just want to throw that out there and if i don't have everybody's email i'll, I'll post it in uh, hebrew university
4: i yield so i thank you sir Anybody else have anything? Okay, so what we'll do is we'll go ahead and adjourn for this evening. Uh,
3: Next week, um, the Akiyam, well, actually, uh, maybe if you brothers can be able to kind of communicate Um, So that this way, uh, uh, Brother Kedrick can be able to next week, uh, you know, uh, give the strategy as well as, uh, you know, somewhat of the blueprint as to what it is that we're going to go ahead and go do, as well as uh, Akiam being able to look at certain fundamental aspects of functionality, formation, and things uh, pertaining to the trust. And we can come back next week and commence where uh, all the brothers, all the brothers are uh, just on one page, so that this way we can go forward and make this particular thing happen. So um, I will go ahead and close out today's date is April twenty fourth, two thousand eighteen. This has been the eight o'clock uh, Aboriginal Academy class, third degree. And um, Minister Robert Ben-Israel, I will sign off this evening. I will say shalom, shalom. Shalom.
4: Shalom, shalom.
2: brother. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Kajic. Thank you, brother.
3: Shalom,
4: shalom. Uh, brother.